0: <laughs> well, thanks for having me. It's such a great opportunity to be at your home in this beautiful scenario and get a chance to talk about some of the things you've been doing, especially lately with your new book, Life Force. So, I appreciate that.
1: Well, I've been a fan of yours for years amongst millions of other people. I really, uh, We're just talking off camera. You started in 97 with your first website. That's pretty amazing. That's before Google. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Even, even more impressive, though, I,
0: I actually did my first computer class in 1968. I think that is more impressive. Yeah, it was online like about 10 years later because not in the web that we know it today, but, you know, the internet. Yeah. So, but what I'm really interested in is some of the, um, well, for those of you who don't know you, which is probably not many people, (laughs) but you're most likely the most successful personal development coach in the history of the world. And uh, apparently you've had more than 10 million people one on one in your not one on one, but in person the group events, in your yeah. trainings, yeah. and then a hundred million digitally,
1: and yeah, more than a hundred million digitally, more than a hundred million. So, that that congratulations on you! Thank that. you. Yeah, I've, I've been lucky to be born in a time where you know, I used to up until COVID, yeah, I would go to 16 countries a year, 17, 18 countries, 10 in the year, 125 cities. So, I basically I was home maybe, I don't know, 20, 30, 45 days in a year because yeah. I haven't driven my impact, and then you know, when COVID hit. And all of a sudden, we're doing a seminar for 15,000 people in a stadium for four days. And the governor of California calls and says, you can only do 10 people. So I was like, we'll move to Vegas, right? They'll never tear down Vegas. And we scheduled everybody to move to Vegas. And then the week before, they shut down Vegas. And I was like, OK, we'll do this in, you know, we'll go to 1,500 movie theaters with 10 people each. They'll have a big screen, great sound, still a group dynamic. They'll be close to home. They shut down the movie theaters. And I was like, well, I know a buddy has a church in Houston, 15,000 people. We're renting his church, Move it to they shut that down. So at that point, you know, somebody said, you got to do a webinar. And I went and watched the guy do a webinar with his little 52 inch screens. It's like, you know, I'm used to a stadium and the energy. So I said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to build a studio with 50 foot high ceilings, foot led 0.67 highest resolution. I can see every pimple. I can see what's happening in their family. I'm going to go to the guys at zoom and see if I can get them go from a thousand to 25,000, now 200,000, and then turned around and made a software so that people could communicate like clapping, shaking their phone. And If one person does it, you don't hear it. But when 10,000 people do it, it's thunderous. It's like being in a real event. And so we've now, I would normally go see like a quarter of a million people over most years, some years, a million people. But now we've had events. We had one the other day for six days for 800,000 people signed up. And then there are people joining them because it's in their home. So we had over a million people for this one program. So technology has allowed us to touch people's lives when they need it most. And I'm just grateful that we found a way to adapt to make it happen. Is that part of what drives you? Because of,
0: because of all your success, you could basically do anything you want. Yeah. And this is a, quite an arduous lifestyle that you've chosen. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering why you continue to do that. What, what's your
1: motivation? I, I've, I've been driven by impact my whole life. You know, okay. I, I don't have to work, fortunately. But, but you, know, you feel a sense of responsibility when you know what's available. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was so frustrated at the beginning, because if there's ever a time people needed help, it was during this. Um, you know, Stanford did a group, sent it out, did a group and studied my work. And it study just came out in the psychiatric journal two weeks ago, it's mind boggling. You know, mm-hmm. the most you ever see in results is usually about people that get treated about 40% improve, 60% don't, mm-hmm. you know, when they do meta studies on depression. And they approached me because using drugs, everything else, that's the best they've seen. There was one study done that was done, I think by, uh, Johns Hopkins two years ago where they used uh, hallucinogenics. They used magic mushrooms along with therapy. Mm -hmm. And they had a four times greater result than anything you've ever seen, Uh, meaning they had 53% of the people four weeks later had no symptoms whatsoever of depression. And they put people through uh, one of my five-day, five-and-a-half-day Date with Destiny programs. Uh, People can see it if they go to Netflix. Not that one, but a version of one. There's a thing called Tony Robbins' I'm Not Your Guru. Compresses it in an hour and 45 minutes. But they followed up with the people. At the end, 30 days later, zero people had any symptoms of clinical depression. Those were the ideatic pieces of uh, suicide, none had it. And so now I'm working and be able to expand and none of this would have happened except so many people got depressed over COVID and they, you know, Stanford said, we got to find some better solutions and going there. So I'm really grateful for the researchers there and it's opening up all kinds of doors to help people in a new way. But I'm driven by impact. I'm driven to see people's lives change um what else are you gonna do with your life i'm gonna sit around and do nothing i'm you know i'm I'm a kid i'm 62 years old i got a lot of life in me so
0: it would seem that one of the motivations for writing your current book life force was a desire to extend your life and the quality of your life so that you can continue making the impacts that you already have and extend that into
1: well, like you he too, is. it's also, it's, it's a never ending study, right? Mm-hmm. There's always more coming <laughs> and out always it. Uh, and, and the technology, just like technology doubles every 18 months and drops in half. Well, we are code. So it's finally coming to our health for the first time. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you read the studies, one study showed it takes 17 years to go from the discovery to clinical practice. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how do I close that gap? But what really pushed me to do this book at this time was more than that. You know, I, train like a crazy person you know i restrict oxygen I cryotherapy everything you can imagine i do i have to because i burn eleven thousand three hundred calories in one day on stage i have this group follow me for three years i couldn't even believe it they work with a lot of olympic athletes well you're
0: and, you're a bigger person too i mean i am a bigger six, person six but five I, but, right
1: yeah six, seven, but six, that's seven. okay still a lot i jump a thousand times on average each in one day so they explained to me i'm 282 pounds A thousand jumps, it's four times your body weight when you hit times a little more than a thousand pounds. It's a million pounds of pressure. So they did my bone density. And you go, these are humans. These are Olympic athletes. This is something we've never seen before. I have a (laughs) bone density of (laughs) 99.9% just from the demand. So I've had so many things over the years I had a breakthrough on to do, and I'm doing more now than I did when I was 25. But what really made me write this book, truthfully, is I had an an injury that they thought was going to end my career, and they all told me it would. I was being stupid, chasing a 22-year-old professional snowboarder down the side oh. of the mountain, and he made some moves, and I thought, I'm going to make those moves. <laughs> it was a big mistake. <laughs> when I got conscious again and woke up, I thought I broke my neck, but I t- tore my rotator cuff severely, and, you know, I've been through pain. It was 9-9 nine, nine pain, Joe. It was just unbelievable. So what do you do? You go to your docs. I went to four different docs because I know the importance of getting multiple opinions, and, um, and they all said, surgery, surgery, surgery. One looked me in the face and was excited when he met me. He goes, oh my God, you changed my life. I've done your programs. I didn't know that, right? Saved me all this money. Saved my marriage. And then he stops and goes, now I got to be your doctor. And Joe, he literally leans into me like this and says, let me show your x-rays. He goes, look at this. He goes, life as you know it is over. I was like, you didn't go to my communication course, clearly, did you, right? I'm laughing. He goes, no, this is not something to laugh about. He goes, you have severe spinal stenosis. I've been in pain for 14 years. And so he said, this is this is not what you think it is. So I kept asking, okay, if I can't, you know, I may not be able to lift my arm above this. It may tear again. It's going to take four to six months to heal. You know, what about stem cells? Because I work with some of the greatest athletes in the world. And I remember Cristiano Ronaldo, the greatest mm-hmm. soccer player, he was supposed to be out three months, did stem cells back in three weeks. I'm like, no, 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 that might work for a little thing like an elbow or an ankle, but not for your back and shoulder. So I went to Peter Diamandis, who's one of my partners in some of my businesses. And he's a Harvard MD, but he's also a rocket scientist. He knows everybody. I said, who's the best in stem cells? And he said, Dr. Bob Hariri. Mm -hmm. And I met Bob. He's a brilliant neuroscientist. He goes, no, but he's the guy who did the original studies 38 years ago where they took old rats and put young blood in them and started the craze, but eventually had to really understand stem cells. So I met with Bob and he said, Tony, your own stem cells, you know, autologists, don't do that. It's a waste of your time. They're right about that because after 40, they drop off the cliff. He said, but you need four day old stem cells with the force of life, life force. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't wanna do, you know, you know, fetal cells, he goes, nobody does that. He goes, no, it's, he's the one who originated that most people go to the hospital and you have a baby. I just, I got a one year old and first thing they ask you now is do you wanna keep, you know, the, the cord and the placenta? Yeah. And so he said, you need those. So I went down, I did an IV three days in a row. First day I felt tired, second that day. in the United States? No, I did this down in Panama. Okay. And uh, and there are a couple other places now that I'd recommend more, but Panama's a great place to start. But IV and a shot. That was it. 30 minutes of the IV. And first day tired, second day I had a cytokine response, but I knew what it was. So it was shaking cold for 20, 30 minutes, but mm-hmm. calmed down. I woke up the third morning with no pain in my shoulder. That's the MRI, it's perfect. And no pain in my spine for the first time in 14 years. So that made me an evangelist. And then I wanted to early. make You're a medicines. believer. But not only a believer, but then I learned it's not just stem cells, right? There's, as you know, it's such a, a breakthrough set of regeneration medicines and precision medicine. So then the, the Pope invited me to speak. He does, believe it or not, the Pope, every two years does the biggest regenerative conference in the world. And you have all these stem cell doctors. And I met people there sent home to die because could do nothing else. And then they got CAR T cells. And seven years later, they're totally alive and there's no problem in their body. I met a kid that was supposed to die at five and he got his sister's stem cells and he's 11 and totally healthy. I met uh, the greatest golfer of all time, Jack Nicklaus. And he said he couldn't stand for 10 minutes. He was in such pain. Obviously, no sports. They're going to fuse his spine, mm-hmm. which works about 50% of the time. And even then, it restricts you. And he did simsles and said, and he's now 82 playing golf and playing tennis. So it's like, I did a book on finance where I interviewed 50 of the smartest financial people in the world. the was that your life car icons, you know? Prior to Life Force? Yeah, Prior to Life Force. It's called Money Master the Game. And really transformed people's lives. Not because it was me, because I, I brought them the best of all the best in the world. And I'm good at taking complex things and simplifying so people can act on them. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, what if I do this with like 100 or 150 of the greatest mm-hmm. scientists, Nobel laureates, you know, greatest regenerative medicine doctors? And boy, it was a three-year project in the middle of COVID, and it was a passion project. But it all came together. And at the very end, I was so excited. I'm, you know, I feed people. I was fed when I was a kid, so I donate 100% of the profits, like I've done my last three books. I said I was going to feed a billion people. We're up to 850 million people already. Congratulations. Thank that's you. awesome. And then the rest of it on balance is going to Alzheimer's research, heart disease, and cancer research as well. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So, so that's why I wrote it. <laughs> so
0: that's, thank you for explaining the motivation behind it. So what was the year that you had your stem cells for
1: your shoulder? Uh, uh, when I was 54, so I'm 62. So uh, six, 54 had been... Um, eight like, years ago. Yeah, six, seven, eight years ago, I guess, right? Okay.
0: See, because if you kept up with the, the advances in that, because there's, I think yes, you have, because in, yeah, yeah. there's the V-cells is particularly. Yeah, I've done V-cells seems, cells as well. Seems to be the, the the tip of the spear with respect to. The... It is. The
1: only reason I didn't put it in the book is because there aren't enough, you know, there's not enough research to prove it. And what I want to do is write a book that was unassailable. Oh, because okay. when you, when you bring something out like that, then everybody goes, oh. But I've done them myself. I felt a significant shift from them, and you can do them in the U.S. as you know, because they're yes. with E cells, it's, it's very small, embryonic-like stem cells, and they're basically asleep in your body, so they're not getting older. They take them out of your blood, they stimulate them with a laser, they put them back in there, and since there's no manipulation of anything, uh, the FDA allows it. And I found it to be prof- profound. But yeah. it's I found for different things. You know, there's different types of stem cells, and. If you really do the research, you'll find some are more effective than others. I'm really interested in the work that's happening. I wrote about it in the book from a group called Biosplice, mm-hmm. um, because uh, most people don't know what the Wnt pathway, Wnt pathway is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do, but it's the pathway for those viewing that makes all after you get past the fetal cells, you are what the Wnt pathway makes. It's a signaling pathway, it says mm-hmm. make this many stem cells for brain cells, heart cells. Well, this group is doing some unbelievable work in cancer but they're also doing incredible work. The first product, they're in phase three right now. So for the, those listening, phase one is safety, phase two is efficacy, you know, phase three is efficacy at scale. So in the final stage, they hope to be approved the end of this year, probably the beginning where the FDA works of next year, as of all goes well. But one injection, Joe, and it regrows all your tendons. So if you're osteoarthritis, not only are you out of pain, but it's the original genomic copy so it's like Dolly the sheep. How does an old sheep create a brand new one? Well, we still have that copy there, un- unadulterated. And so you have like 16-year-old tendons. And I have met the people in the trial and they just rave about like they feel like a different human being. So there's so many things around stem cells and stimulation like stem cells, the Wnt pathway that we're just, we're just scraping the surface, but they're becoming available right now.
0: Yeah, it seems that ultimately holds some of the most exciting potential at so, this too. time. There'll be probably be other advances, there will but, be other. but uh, I, I'm, I'm convinced that's the case. So, yeah. you know, life is an interesting journey. And you certainly had yours with respect to seeking to implement strategies that you thought at the time were healthy Yes. and then wound up really causing you great problems. And an example of that in your personal life, and I think you share in the book, is that you were vegan or, yes. vegeta- or vegetarian was for twelve vegan? years? Yeah, vegan. Because, yeah. So and then you started eating fish, but you just always chose the highest concentration of mercury. Have no idea. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't choose whale, but you chose tuna and swordfish because <laughs> whale has a little bit higher. You know? does it really. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, no, whale will not be on the yeah. list. But you know, it was just natural. I was eating for fuel. Yeah. And I was and the vegan was great for me, but I was kind of wasting a little weight, and I figured I need a little bit of protein. Let me get a clean source of protein. So <laughs> not realizing how bad we've destroyed our oceans. Yeah, yeah. I'd had swordfish and tuna salad. And that's <laughs> the all worst. The worst. all day long. So I wake up one day and I just finished a seminar in London. I flew back here. I literally jumped in that jacuzzi. It's now the sun's rising. We flew through the night, and I got out of it and collapsed. And I lost a third of my blood supply because the mercury burned a hole in my esophagus. I didn't even know I had a mercury problem. I should have <laughs> because I, I, was, I was being on stage. You know, I go 12, 13 hours. You got a whole 15,000 people in a live event for four days in a row or seven days in a row. And I was, I don't have any notes. And all of a sudden it's like telling a story. And it's like, why did I tell that story? And I'm on stage, you know, in the audience. And I'm good at covering. I was like, I couldn't possibly be having you know, Alzheimer's at this age. And then my energy was dropping. But I just push through it. But what it does is mercury destroys the ATP in your body, and it disrupts how the brain functions. And if you saw the scans of my brain before, years ago, I've done hyperbaric oxygen. Now you can see the brain, the healing of the brain. But it was brutal. And then um, so I recovered from it, thank God. And and I have told everybody, you got to do a metals test. But I was on a 0 to 5 scale. I was 123. It's the highest they'd ever measured in the state of New York. The FDA, or not the FDA, the local health officials came out here and interviewed my staff because they thought maybe my wife was trying to kill me because I have a large (laughs) life insurance policy. It's not what was happening. I love her to death. She loves me. But they could find that it was the fish. So now I tell everybody, I'd say one out of three people that get a test that I know personally, come back with cadmium or aluminum, which affects your memories, obviously, or mercury. And if you can catch it when it's small, it's fantastic. But there's so much poison in the environment, as you well know, that we really got to. We've got to detox that out, but you can't detox unless you know. And really cheap blood tests, you can discover that. So how long ago was that? 53, about the 53. same time. When I injured myself for the stem cells, it's right around the same. When it rains and pours, Yeah. hell is breaking loose simultaneously. Oh, geez. All right.
0: So it's been a few years, and you've grown and learned. And I'm wondering, there's a wide variety of food choices out there, like yes. from paleo to carnivore to uh, keto. So I'm wondering what you've concluded or what you've learned in that time
1: and what your, your current assessment is of, of choices. The diet, I don't enter the diet wars. If you yeah. see in my book, I explain the advantages and disadvantages of each. But here's what I really think. Precision medicine, it's not there yet. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's getting better every day. And if you do a DNA test today, you can see what your body burns more naturally. So my wife, that's, I think that's why people, we see this rotation of what's evil and what's good in the dietary world. It changes. You've been around long enough. I have as well. It's, it's silly and what it is is that different people need different things so my wife she burns carbs like crazy and she burns them fast so she needs to eat up every three hours and if she doesn't she gets hangry <laughs> she's the nicest <laughs> person in the world but if we're like we're going to the store or something it's a 15 minute drive we pack a little food with her just <laughs> the family does to make sure she's in great shape me i'm on stage 12 hours and i'm burning eleven thousand three hundred calories i'm not recommending this as a human thing to do but because my body burns fat I can go that time and there's no drop for me. And so it's, it's, it's a gift for what I do. So I think people have to know where it is, but where I settle in for me is a Mediterranean type diet, I think it's really looking to make sure you're getting clean protein, that you're getting great vegetables, great oils, great fats. And to me, that's the most common sense approach. But I also believe like Dr. Longo's research on intermittent fasting, which is I think priceless and it sounds crazy to people, but when they use some of those techniques where it's, you know, and some people do with keto to be able to, stimulate the same kind of effect without actually doing a full fast. But I'm, I'm into fasting. I, I go to Fiji. I have a home there. I'm fortunate enough in a resort. And I have a center where people come and do cleanses and fasts for a period of time while they're in the beautiful environment. It's a lot easier. And while they're having fun and enjoying themselves. But I think revitalization, rejuvenation, you've got to give the body a break yeah. as well.
0: I think that's critical. So how many, how many days do you fast per year? Usually
1: five. Sometimes six or seven. But five, yeah, okay. basically. And yeah. I do intermittent fasting
0: regularly. Like time-restricted eating? within a six or eight hour window yeah
1: 12 hour type thing usually for me okay
0: so what you described is that you're metabolically flexible you're not insulin resistant your body has the ability to seamlessly transition between burning fat as a fuel which you need because most of your calories are stored as fat to sugar (laughs) because you have a limited supply that's right is like
1: burning burning it's like lighter fluid it's gone
0: and it sounds like your wife sage doesn't possess that metabolic flexibility so (laughs) no because but that's exactly what you'd predict because if your fuel is exhausted, you're gonna you're you're gonna collapse. That's you, right. And she can't, even though she has the fat, she can't access it. So that's right. But the, n- believe it or not, ninety percent of the people in this country have that.
1: No, I, I, yeah, 90%. I didn't know it was ninety percent. I heard between seventy and eighty, but yeah, the, yeah uh, I didn't know it was that high. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's, but that's also, you know, we're all metabolically adaptable. That's what the human body does, right? So if you're eating sugar all the time, right, it makes sense. And That's what most people are doing. They don't mean to be eating sugar all the time, but that's what they're having.
0: Well, it's also. Yeah, I'm actually my next book is on this is on linoleic acid yes. which is omega-6 fat yes and we've had an ex- exponential increase in the introduction of this fat primarily through the introduction of processing seed right. oils over 100 years ago and it may be that's the single biggest factor because it's just it you cannot avoid this yeah it's everywhere uh, it's everywhere and there's not a
1: balance with omega-3s and so forth for the body yeah and so but e-
0: even high omega-3s could be a problem but but, you know, just high omega-6 by itself is is initially, is is intrinsically devastating. Yeah. So, um, the, oh, the advancement of technology, and one of your friends is Craig Venture, I believe. Is, yes. is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, he was, for those who don't know Craig is, he was the guy that was responsible for Actually, finishing the sequencing of the first human genome. Right. I believe it was the human genome yeah. the project.
1: Uh, they just recently finished, it was really only 99% or 985 and they just finished the final one and a half percent that they didn't know. Okay. Just in the last few yeah. weeks.
0: <laughs> well, essentially, he's credited for doing that. That was almost two decades ago.
1: Yeah. And it took 13 years and $3.7 billion yeah. a member right? or $2.7 billion. Uh, you know, what's interesting about that is in the first seven years, they only broke down 5% of it. So they thought it was going to be hundreds of billions of dollars and take a hundred years. And Ray Kurzweil, who's a genius in his area, probably the greatest scientist alive, he said, no, you guys don't understand. The laws of exponential. That's right. He said, "We're ex- from 5%, 7 years, we'll be there. And they were on time. But today, you get that same human genome that took 13 years and billions of dollars for 500 bucks yes. overnight. Well, that's the, that's the point I wanted to bring
0: up yeah. to your attention and get your insights on it. Because... It, that technology does exist today and it, it provides, that's the whole genome. That's right. Prior to that, we had sequencing for maybe 100 or 200, but there were just some some important SNPs. Yes. So that test is available to everyone watching this. And I'm yep. wondering what your recommendations are and what your impression is of that technology that you've been following it for so long.
1: Well, it, it's interesting. It's still young from the standpoint of, I, I'd like to preframe that if I could with something that you know, but not everybody knows as your listeners. I want to make sure our viewers, they understand DNA is not destiny, mm-hmm. right? It's your epigenome. We, most people today, scientists know this, but there's a lot of old teachings still that are out there, even in some universities it blows my mind. Um, so think of it as like your DNA your genome is the keyboard on, let's say the piano, the epigenome, epi being above is the player mm-hmm. turning on or off the keys. And that's what makes the music of your life. So for that to work, what most people understand is that epigenome can be affected by diet, exercise, all the things you teach and that I teach, they're so simple and critical, they don't cost anything. And then there's exposure to radiation, exposure to chemicals and things of that nature. So all that plays a role. But in order for us to have that epigenome function at its ideal, there are seven master genes called sirtuins, I'm sure you know. And the, the research on them is mind-boggling what they do. They do four things primarily. Number one they turn on and off, they have the epigenome and turn off the right genes. If they don't do that, you start to break down, your body starts to age, you can have disease. Second thing they do is reduce inflammation, which we both know, is most people know, is the basis of most breakdown in the body. Mm-hmm. Third thing they do is they affect the mitochondria's ability to produce ATP, which is a source of energy for everything. And then the fourth thing they do is they clean up our DNA because as we live longer, we get exposed to more radiation, more exposures, and that DNA starts to break down. But here's the problem problem is all this needs a source of fuel for work, these sirtuins, and that's NAD+, that most people have heard of who are in the field. And some people do infusions of NAD, but there's no solid research that I can find that those large molecules are fully absorbed. You can feel a hit for a while, but it's not. doesn't seem to be sustainable. The better approach is to give the fuel of the precursor to that, which most people know as NMN. And the only problem with NMN is getting a source that actually is in the product. So. One of the things I found was, I give you an example, Uh, you take old mice, which is about a 20-month-old mice, like a 70-year-old, 65-year-old person, and you put them on a track and they can go a quarter of a kilometer max. A young mouse that's like the equivalent of a 21-year-old at its peak can run a full kilometer, four times more. 14 days on NMN, that's it. And the old 70-year-old, quote, mouse will run three to four kilometers nonstop, three to four times that of the youngest mouse. So then my question when I started doing the research is, yeah, but does that really translate to humans? Some of my studies do, some don't, as you and I both know, right? And so one of the things that was exciting to see was, there's all kinds of research, but the latest stuff that just came out, and it's, it's being used by the military, and it was came out by, it's supposed to be top secret. And I knew about the company because I'm an investor in the company, so I, they immediately called me and said, we've got exposure. And what it was was, they, if you take in and you give it to a human, will it really make that difference in endurance? And will it really affect cognitive is the other thing they've seen in mice. And this, the, they did a year of safety studies. And then the second year with Special Forces was done on endurance and muscle development and cognitive. And the commander, not knowing there was a reporter in the room, was giving a report to his team because he was so excited. And he said, remember we have thought about mice, we're seeing an even greater response in human beings. Not just equivalent, greater, greater endurance, muscle development without any more stimulation. And the most important part was the cognitive side, because when you're in war and you're on the other side of the lines, this is what's going to save your life, not anything else. It's really this. So they developed a, this, this is all based on a new form of NMN, because the problem with NMN is we tested uh, six products from 39 bucks to $120 a month. Just say, you know, does more money get you more NMN? You know, is the quality there? And the lab guys came back and found no NMN in any one of those products. You want an Amazon order, not not an ounce, I was like, it's highly perishable. It's what? Highly perishable. It's highly perishable. 30 to 40. He said most of it comes from China. Mm -hmm. Some could be cheating, but most of it is by the time it gets to you, it's inert. So um, uh, Dr. Lopez, who works with us, who's done a lot of AI work, and I think you're probably familiar with him. He just did a new study and he put together this product called NED3, which not only gives you an, an, an NMN and a stable form, but it's still perishable, but it's done here but also gives you these coenzymes that allow you to both maximize that MNN, meaning don't lose as much, kind of offense and defense, and those enzymes acts as catalysts to actually activate more of the NED in your body as well. But the MIB-626 is this new molecule, and it's not going to be a nutraceutical. It's being proved by the FDA. So they believe it'll be out in 18 months because they're getting the fast track because the military wants it. And it spread. It was in newspapers here. It was in the Daily Mirror a little bit about it. I can't tell you the things that haven't published yet, but all I can tell you is imagine you can go to your doc, get prescribed something that used to be in your body anyway, or at least a coenzyme of, and suddenly have all those four things working your best, the most energy your cells can have throughout the whole body, means the whole cyst- organ systems everything's going to work better, the cleanup of your DNA, the right genes turning on and off, mm-hmm. and inflammation reducing. So to me, that's the part that excites me about where things are going. And that's, everything in the book is either now or within 36 months, so you're yeah. prepared for
0: it. That's probably 24 months away. So like you, I share a passion with NAD. Yeah. And stimulated by David Sinclair. He's the pot- oh, by
1: David. I was just on the phone. I, was yeah, up, yeah. I just did a he, session
0: with I, him. He's a magnificent individual, incredible researcher. And in the late 90s, if, when he was at Lenny Garanti's lab at MIT, he's the guy that figured out right. that NAD was the fuel for tertiary. Prior to that, we knew about it for over a century, almost yeah. a century at that time. And we just, it was some obscure molecule in the yeah. electron transport chain, but it had far more benefits. So I've been passionate about it. And I, I first learned about it maybe six years ago when I saw his work. Uh, I'm a latecomer to it, but, I, but it was a really important part of EMF. Huge. To, to improve your, your resilience to EMF. Resilience. You have to increase your NAD levels. But I've come to a different conclusion. and I want to share it with you because the, the rate limiting enzyme for forming NAD yes. is NAMPT. Okay. That's the enzyme that actually makes it. Yes. And there are three things that you can do, and you do extraordinarily well at, and I'm trying to help people understand that they can do these things too, which can radically upregulate yeah. that enzyme. Exercise.
1: Without a doubt. I always tell people, and mild calorie restriction will also increase. Oh, anything.
0: yeah. Well, fasting will even too, yeah. but but you can't fast for long Forever. term. Yeah, exactly. Right. So exercise, but short-term fasting, like yeah. time-restricted eating, yeah. and then Sauna. You and I which are brothers are, on the which path are, here, brothers. Which, which are one of the things that we're, I want to talk about, but you know, we'll, later. But but I want to pick up this rabbit rabbit hole with uh, NAD. So that that is the premise that it's NAMPT because NAMPT converts niacinamide, right. which is the breakdown product of NAD. When right. NAD it's consumed, it's turning to niacinamide and the niacinamide turns to
1: MMN. Yeah, That's right. That's what Dr. Lopez's whole study is about. Yeah. And
0: then goes to NAD. So I didn't. The problem with niacinamide, and a lot of people can mix this up, and this is the important distinction. And Sinclair pointed this out. Actually, when I interviewed him, we discussed this. He he was surprised because most people didn't realize this from his work. But high doses of niacinamide, it really wasn't defined, but high doses inhibit sirtuins, Right. inhibit it. Yeah. But if you keep the doses low, That's right. like to 50 milligrams, That's right. three times a day, because yeah. it's, it's a really water-soluble, it doesn't, doesn't store up in your body, and you activate those factors, I would love, 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 love to see a study against low-dose niacinamide versus MIB-2626, yeah. but I don't think it's gonna be done because there's, no, a, a, a seven year supply of niacinamide is $10. Wow, <laughs> seven, years. Well, seven years, seven well, years.
1: Dr. Lopez, this NAD3 product I'm telling you about, yeah. I'll send you the studies. He did a clinical study and he's done human studies now. Yeah. And he sees the combination of these being there. And the combination is more effective than NMN or NAD. So You Especially take the precursor. To the lifestyle.
0: Exactly. Yeah. you lifestyle. Exactly. You get all of that going. You get
1: all three of those and now you get a momentum that most people will never dream about. And James Clement
0: is a friend of mine. He hasn't he, too far from me. He's up in uh, Gainesville, and he's done studies. With NAD. The problem with NAD, and this is the fundamental problem, why there's such limited research on it, it is the hardest thing to measure in site. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, talk about NMN being perishable. This thing evaporates like literally in minutes, yeah. but if you, unless you have this incredible impeccable technique to assay it yeah. there's only a few labs i mean you literally have to have your blood drawn in the lab yeah and then have them uh if they're not going to measure it immediately you know freeze it at minus 80 degrees so it's really
1: hard to get good information yeah. on this. it's true it's true so but but it's so promising to see the combination oh yeah the combination yeah. is everything and also it's like you know, I'm not looking to get people have a magical pill and don't do anything because also then you lose something else. You lose the sense of momentum. I mean, human emotion, emotion is created by (laughs) motion. The way you move, whether it be the muscles in your face or the way you breathe, the way you speak, certainly the way you exercise is critical to quality of life. So who wants to be like like, um, Peter Diamandis and I were at the Vatican speaking and he had a session with this group of scientists and he said, how many want to live to 120? And only 10% of the people raised their hand. And he was like, depressed by it like what's wrong his, with these his, people his goal was is 700 yeah i know it? he's well you know since he was a young man he saw whales that lived 200 years yeah. we live 200 years right but i said peter it's because most people's association 120 is old decrepit looking terrible not remembering drooling i said if you said you could have health span the same as when you were 35 or 40 when you're 100 or 120 i bet you get a radically different approach but i'm not into longevity living forever i'm not a i'm not i don't want to live 200 years i think Scarcity of life makes it valuable, Mm -hmm. and uh, but I do want to have the largest health span possible. You know, I'm I have five children, five grandchildren, and I have my I have a forty-eight year old daughter and I have a one year old daughter to give you an idea. Just came along. I told my wife, I said, I'm not having a kid past fifty, honey. Come on, we got to do this, and she's (laughs) like, you know, we're not ready. We travel constantly. And so I thought I'd be 70 at her graduation of high school. Now I'm going to be 80 when that happens. <laughs> so, so, so I got I reasons to do this stuff more than ever before. You
0: know, it's, it's fun. But the beautiful thing is that if you integrate and, and adopt these philosophies that you talk about in your yes. book, you could have the functionality of a 50-year-old right. or exactly even a 40-year-old. Right. Yeah. Well, you
1: know, that, you know, there's all kinds of tests now, yeah, clocks yeah. and so forth. You know, what's nice is David is 53 and the one clock that we both use, he's 33. I'm 62 and I'm 51, you know, so... But I've only been doing his whole process for about 11 months. So my goal is to get that thing down to 43 if I can. But it's a—it's uh, an exciting time. If you would have said people 10, five years ago, we're going to reverse aging and you're a scientist, they'd all laugh at you. And now there are hundreds of billions of dollars being spent, as you know, by some of the smartest people in the world to crack that code. Ever since they discovered, you know, the Nobel Prize winner Yamanaka from Japan, those factors that could turn things around, the Yamanaka factors, and then, you know... Um, off. david 's group did this group, I 'm sure you know, with the mice, where they were able to take mice who 'd burn through the ner- nerve cells in their eyes, which can 't really grow back, and they reversed the aging, and they became young again and could see The gene therapy well, I met this kid that was on um, america 's Got Talent, and he' was blind, and he said gene therapy, and he can see now. I mean it's just things that sound like science fiction that we're either right now or just the beginning cusp of right now are happening. So you think about where things are going to go in the next 10 years. I mean, you know, the longevity exit philosophy, you know, that they talk about, the velocity, I should say, is when we get to a point where every year in science, they could reduce one year of your life. Talked to George Church, probably the greatest geneticist in the world from Harvard. Said, when's that going to happen? Didn't pause. 12 years. I asked Ray Kurzweil. Separate conversation. One of the best predictors of all. The one that predicted the human genome time. 12 years you know talk to david he says you know somewhere between 10 and 15 years so this is not like forever you've got to take care of yourself right now so that you can be well enough to take care of your family and yourself long term when these technologies hit their tipping point but you can already make a huge difference today so the unfortunate reality
0: is is that we're in the middle of a global reset (laughs) which is literally
1: yeah, you'll have nothing by twenty thirty, and you'll yeah, be that's happy the about.
0: It. I mean, it's literally decimating or destroying the finances of of the vast majority of the population. Yeah. So, and, and, and I, I, it's an important frame because the the sad reality is that most people don't have the resources to implement and pay for something, even something that's valuable as v cells or stem cells. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's beyond their reach. I mean, they just yeah. can't afford it. So. With that in mind, and it's obvious you're passionate about reaching people and helping them and making sure you're making a dent. So what would you list at the top two or three interventions that someone with limited resources could use to really improve
1: their health span? I think there's several, but before I say that, I want to address what you're saying because it's so important. You're old enough and I'm old enough to remember having, did you ever have one of those original Motorola cell phones?
0: The first uh, portable? No, I had you know, the. the uh, it
1: looked like a brick? The brick, yeah. yeah. The brick. And it weighed like eight pounds. It cost $4,000. bucks. it would be like $10,000. You probably today. had three of them. No, I didn't have three of them. <laughs> but I, I was so proud I had one of those first ones. When I was a kid. And you know, I had like 20 minutes of talk time and yeah, a, yeah. Bucket, a buck a minute, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And now we have this thing that's got more power in it than what took us to the moon and back, right? And everybody's got it. And the cost of this will give you free for a contract. But I'll give you an example. Stem cell prices have dropped so much that now they're getting the point for things like a knee or an elbow. It's like the price of a laptop. Mm-hmm. You know, something like your whole spine is more. But that was still cheaper than me doing the surgery. And then there's like, um, you know, I don't know if you know anybody who has Parkinson's. But if anybody out there has somebody who knows Parkinson's, you know, it's I met a woman. She couldn't walk across the room, couldn't hold a glass, shaking so hard. And she went. I watched one of the first, not first, but I watched one of the interventions here. They put them in an MRI. They call it incisionless brain surgery. They find this spot in the brain that's causing the tremor. It takes 15 seconds then to treat it. She rolls out of the MRI. She gets off, walks straight across the room with no wobble. I'm watching. Everybody's watching. And it isn't 100% registered. But they went to hand her a glass. And she held her hand like this. Were, "Oh, it's okay." And she reached out to glass and drank. I don't know if you've seen anybody who's had those audio implants where they can hear for the first time. Someone's crying her eyes out. Three months. That was two years ago. Three months ago, she did a 50-mile bike ride. And by the way, how much did that cost? It's covered by insurance and it's on a hundred hospitals. People just don't know about it. So that's part of what's there. I don't want I, people I gotta, to think...
0: I got to give you some pushback
1: on this. Yeah, go for it. Because that
0: is conventional medicine. They're destroying these cells that are causing it. They're not treating the cause. I understand. It, it, Parkinson's disease is a, a pathology in the substantia nigra, yes. which most people don't understand this. That is the most mitochondrially dense tissue in your entire body. you know how many mitochondria in, in, a, in a substantia nigra cell?
1: I, I don't Two know. Million. Two million.
0: Yeah. Two million. So it's a, it's a d- disease of mitochondrial dysfunction. Yes. So if you can go in there and with the stuff that I love that you're talking about, but improving these other hacks, yes. that is going to address the cause. And I'm
1: for that. But when somebody is 82 years old, I know. Yeah. Old, symptom, then, then it, it's. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So something that nature. So you and I on the same page. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Want, I want to deal with the source of the problem, right. not even the cause, yeah, right? Yeah, the yeah, source yeah, is below yeah. the cause, right? So you had an argument. The cause was so-and-so. The source is you guys aren't connected, right? right so right. I'm going for that too. Okay. But somebody's 82 years old or 78 years old, and they're not going to make those changes yet. Yeah. And and but, c- but my point is larger. The technology is happening. At our group at Fountain Life, we have a group across the country and around the world where people go and they do stands and all those things. And for people that's less, we've started an insurance company. We've got five big, huge companies now. I think we have 50,000 clients and then we're expanding it where we include all of those scans, the MRIs, everything else in advance. The other part that's happening is Open Water is a company I invested in. So, you know, they're, they're looking at something the price they're of their really cell phone them. that's portable yeah. that can do this, right? Instead of a $10 million or $2 million machine. So I want people to know it's not like people's heads go, I can't afford it. Don't let yourself do that. There's solutions. But then answer your question. What are the things to do? I think the first thing I have to do is where you are. You know, it's like I, I can plot a course where I want to go, But if I have a map and I don't know where I am, it's worthless. So it's like you need to do some of the most fundamental blood tests. you got to do your metals blood tests. And these are not expensive. You can do a hormone test. You and I both know, you know, if your hormones are off, your body's off. And most people think about hormones like women do because of going through menopause. But that's hormone replacement therapy. Today, hormone optimization therapy is available with smaller inserts and huge changes in men and in women. So I look at that. I look at um, the components for me. is like once you know where you are and you know what your issues are, then you measure those things. You don't have to measure everything because you have a base to know where you stand. Then what are the interventions? For me, you've got to include some form of exercise. And some people, that's just beyond their scope. So that's to me where the sauna is so valuable. Because I put someone in a sauna for 20 minutes, as you know, and all the research will show you 20 minutes at 160, 165, 170. And you're going to see these heat shock proteins erect in your body. There's a transformation that occurs. The studies show 50% reduction in heart attacks, 60% reduction in having, you know, a stroke and overall reduction of death at an early age is done by 70%. So I'm a big believer. Okay, now I get you in the sauna and you sweat a little bit, listen to some music, whatever. It's not hard. Then what happens is people feel better. Now they can do some simple exercise, and most people over-exercise. So there are tools I describe in the book that you can do that it's all about the right dosage because you want to stimulate muscle development because muscle development plays a huge role in everything you've got, including cancer. And you want to be able to have the right aerobic capacity. So those are things that cost nothing. Little test to know where you stand, you go to the gym and use the sauna. You don't have to own a sauna and so forth. I, I believe in cold also. I use cryotherapy. I start every morning by jumping in this freezing water over here, 52, 56 degrees. Where's the water? Yeah, well, that, that's jacuzzi, is but around the corner oh, I have a cold that? punch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. okay. And then I have one downstairs also. I have a gym downstairs. We have an indoor one as well. We keep it a little colder. But I go in there every day, and I do it for two reasons. A, the stimulation that you know about what cold does. It also affects shock proteins. Coach but also, out, yeah. it's, it's a mental discipline. It's like, I don't. there's never a morning I look forward to jumping in. And I've been doing it for like, I don't know, 12 years. And when I'm in my home in Sun Valley, I jump in the river. I walk through the snow in winter and go in the river. It's like 42 degrees. It doesn't feel good to get in, but it feels damn good to get out. And it's also, it's like, I don't negotiate. I don't go, oh, well, in a moment or when I feel, you know, so it's just like, go. And when you train yourself to do that, you can do that with anything else as well. So I think that's a place to start for people. The other thing I've had people do is cut 300 calories. Cut, you know, cut one Starbucks, which is probably more than that in most cases. Cut one, you know, bagel. And research shows that over two years, a person will usually lose between 17 and 20 pounds if somebody's overweight. And that gets to, like, what's our biggest issue in this country? One of them is diabetes. You know, 75% of the audience is overweight or obese. And you hear doctors all the time saying you just got to manage, you just got to live with it. And the Lancet study three years ago shows anyone who's got type 2 diabetes can reverse it. You need to lose 22 pounds on average. And guess what? It's, it's liver fat that's keeping that from working. So there's a new product out now called Plenty that's made of nothing but celery. You drink it with water. It doesn't have the side effects of these others. It inflates your stomach and then people don't overeat. The FDA says its average weight loss is 22 pounds just by coincidence, right? So I think it depends on where you are. Supplementing, obviously, with the right supplements, especially an NAD or an NNN supplement, to me is critical for all the reasons we already talked about. Yeah. But you got to get one that's actually stable and one that actually works. And then doing the things you described, you know, seeing what are the other components around it. So I'm, I'm talking fast, but it's like I think about what are, because for me, I have a huge list. I'm yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to shrink it. So figure out where you are, decide where you want to go. Once you know where you are, address what's there. It might be diabetes, might be weight loss, might be blood sugar, whatever, it is, address it get yourself the core nutrients, and have a diet that matches your metabolism and a place for your body to have a little bit of a rest with intermittent fasting or, or the equivalent of intermittent fasting. To me, those are fundamentals. So I'm, I'm as huge a proponent, if not more so,
0: of the sauna than you. And, really? it, and Oh, it is the, to me one of the most fundamental things you can do aside from exercise. exercise. Exercise yeah. trumps it. And I like, it the, I like the sauna after the exercise. I do too. Same thing. Yeah. Because then. And you I'll get, do
1: mine sometimes late at night because it slows me yeah, down. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. you could also do. Uh, a derivative of sauna is definitely not. Doesn't have some of the it has some of the benefits if you have the right type of sauna. But it's photobiomodulation, which I'm sure you have yeah. access to. So, well, but that's a separate discussion. But I wanted to follow up on the sauna because you had mentioned heat shock proteins. Yes. But the average person listening, like, what the heck is a
1: heat shock protein? Yeah. So
0: tell us the benefit of a heat shock protein.
1: Well, uh, you probably describe better than I can. But the body, the cells fold in a certain way. In fact, yeah. there's there's a. Uh, Peter DeMontis and the XPRIZE guys are doing a competition to understand right. even more of how that works. Yeah, I think
0: DeepMind did alpha fold to figure that
1: out too. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, and But what it does is I guess the it, it shocks it so that the folds become appropriate. If they're inappropriate, organs don't develop, cellular structures don't develop, everything starts to break down. It's, it's not the basis of disease, but it's one of the basis of the disease. So being able to stimulate that, it's invaluable. But then there's also just the pure you know, like depending upon the sauna you use, and I don't know what's true because there's conflicting research. I like, you know, I like the steam sauna, which I have one, but I also have the infrareds because supposedly they go deeper and also detox metals more. And since I've been through that, that to me yeah. is really useful. So there's multiple benefits from it. But the research, millions of people research, primarily because of all the people in the north yeah. of Europe, right? Well, it,
0: well mostly Finland.
1: Finland, they, for they, sure. Because it's highest, part of their highest life.
0: concentration of saunas. But what this, the b- other benefit of the heat shock protein is that most people aren't aware of this that the moment your body makes a protein, one third of them, one third of them are misfolded. So wouldn't I didn't it, know it was one third. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to have a little helper to come along and refold that? Yeah. It's even better because sometimes if, excuse me, the misfolding is so severe that it's damaged beyond repair. So then it has to, what the heat shock produces, facilitate acceleration of the exiting of the that damaged down. protein. Yeah. 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 So that your body can make another
1: one and, and replace How it?
0: often do you do a sauna for you? I used to do it every day and I found that was too much. So I do it four yeah. days a week. Me too. Four days a week is four what the research shows, minimum. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You get the same result for four, pretty much as five or six. Yeah. I sometimes do seven in a row, but my minimum was four.
0: You can lose too many good minerals too. So that's there's, true. A, there's a balance. Yeah. You can
1: easily overdo things. There's yes. a Goldilocks window, typically. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, you recommended me to do the, um, what do you call it?
0: Electrolytes. Electrolytes beforehand. Yeah. I've yeah.
1: started doing that as well. Yeah, that's
0: good. Yeah, maybe an hour before. And actually, really good for working out. It, it, uh, James Nicolatoni wrote the book, The Salt Fix. done a lot of research on this. He finds that's the simple, most effective ergogenic for a pre workout oh. is the electrolytes. Wow. Like an hour and a half before. You should try it. I've, I'll bet you get a 5 to 10% increase in your lifts.
1: Wow. Okay, I'm going to do yeah, that. Yeah. I've been doing it before the sauna, but you recommended that. But do it before the same. Before the workout. Process.
0: Before the workout,
1: yeah. Same amount of time, an hour? Yeah, well, you could, if
0: you can do it, if you're going to do your exercise first and then the sauna, just do it before the exercise.
1: Oh, got, it. got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Then, got
0: then it. you're golden. It'll retain. Okay, I'm gonna do yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So the key with the sauna, because some infrared saunas don't work, is the temperature, and you 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 hit you hit a spot on. It's got to be 160, 170, yeah. and more important clinically. And some
1: of them don't get that high. They don't. Yeah. They I don't. don't. And, and I, got, that's why I didn't use them in the beginning.
0: You've got to keep sweating bullets. If you're not sweating bullets, the toxins aren't coming that's out. That's right. And you don't want to go. 20 minutes is good. 30 minutes is not better. It's worse. You, yeah. You can't have too excessive. But, yeah. but the key
1: is just to get that sweating. I'm glad you said that because I'm the I've learned the hard way most things yeah, in yeah. life. I'm all in. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah, more, yeah, yeah. I, my whole thing is more is better than it used to be. Now, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, I've had a, 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 a sweet spot. There is a sweet spot. So I am saying about ideal dose. Yeah, it's yeah. like an or ideal dose of stimulation. Yeah, you know,
0: Tim Ferriss, the MED, the minimal effective dose. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's key. So there's just a little point to help people with sauna. And I'm going to, I'm actually fat, beyond fascinated with sauna because there's, it's, it's too long for a discussion for this topic, but there's some derivatives of sauna that can be, even give you better effects, which are photobiomodulation. So maybe you could,
1: how- There's how, also the emotional impact. It affects how the body oh, responds sure. emotionally as well, which yeah. for a lot of people in the world we're in today, that's, especially with the lockdowns that people went through for the last two oh, years. Geez. I mean, there's more depression, the suicide there's race. more suicide, but there's more overdoses on drugs than we've ever seen. You had 500,000 people die in 10 years. It's insane.
0: 500,000, that's a half a million people. It's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. So the name of your book is Life Force. Yes. And. You have an organization called Life Force as part of this, yes. so why don't you te- help us understand what that's all about and well, the, if the, the purpose go to, of that is.
1: If they go to lifeforce.com, there's information about the book there, and then there's two organizations that are two separate companies. One is called Fountain Life, and Fountain Life is an organization that works with doctors all around the world, and you can do all the tests that you need to do. So, uh, for example, um, uh, my father—I got a phone call from Dr. Bill Cap. He's one of my partners. He built 12 hospitals. He's an orthopedic surgeon, but also simultaneously he's got a master's degree in genetics and immunology. And he built 12 hospitals, ran them, and then turned around and decided, I don't want to be in disease care anymore. So he sold all the hospitals, and he was opening this new center, and I invested with him as a group of other brilliant people did. And so he's brought together, like, the best tools and technology, but it's a place you go and can have that experience, and it's thorough. So, for example, our center in Pittsburgh, you know, all the Pittsburgh Steelers come. We do regeneration there. We do peak performance there everything you can imagine there. It's really deep. Um, But he called me one day as an example and says to me, Tony goes, "Uh, you know, there's been a breakthrough and he's, he talks half my speed and about half my volume (laughs) and he understates everything. You know, I'm so passionate. So we're a great, we're a great balance for each other. He goes, Tony, you know, like in a whisper, he goes, you know, I wanted to call you because there's been a breakthrough in cardiology that I don't want to overstate, but I think it's one of the, one of the top breakthroughs in the last decade. I said, what is it? He goes, well, you know, you've had a CT scan before. And I said, sure. He goes, CT scans get misinterpreted all the time because they're looking for plaque, but soft plaque can break off and be the widowmaker, give you a heart attack, give you a stroke. But if it's calcified, it's healed. And he said, so there's a lot of misdiagnosis, and it's super hard to read CT scans, even if you're experienced. And he says you get high scores that don't necessarily mean anything. And he said, and surgeries happen, they don't need to happen. He goes, and we all everybody knows it, but no one wants to talk about that but you want science to be perfect and it isn't always. He goes, well, there's this new CCTA scan. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it, it uses AI to open all the arteries and it searches in the artery and shows what is fully calcified versus what is soft plaque that can break off. It can predict a heart attack five years in advance and they show you what to do. So he goes, we want to do it. I said, I'm in, you know, I used to not do any of these tests. Now I want to do everything, you know, because <laughs> I want to see what the real results are. And my father-in-law was here visiting because my daughter was just born This is a little year ago. And I said, pops, he's 80 years old and give you a background. He's like a self-made man in the lumber business. So, you know, strong as can be, but when people start getting near 80, if you're in the wrong circle, which is most people, everybody starts saying you got to plan your affairs and everything else. And he's in great shape, but it gets in your head. So the last couple of years I've watched that kind of energy drop and I felt a little helpless to help him. You know, I've talked to him about it a little bit, but you know, we all get old was this thing. So I said, pops, I said, I'm going to go down to Fountain Life. We have one over here in South Florida. And I said, there's this test. I explained it to him. And I said, we're both old enough to have soft plaques. But we'll know how much we have, where it is, and we'll know what to do. Are you up for it? He was great. So we fly there. And we fly there. He's the old man. We get in and gets his test. Son of a bitch. The man is solid. He's got like a 25-year-old's heart. Anything he's got has been fully calcified. I'm in really good shape. But he's even better than I am, right? And all of a sudden, his entire continent's changed. Like, oh, my God. And then one of the other things make me... I said, what else makes you feel old, Dad? And he goes, well, you know, I got this hip issue. And, I, you know, my gait's off and everything else. And there's this new treatment called Release. There are several versions of it the doctors do today. But they use ultrasound and scan your body for mm-hmm. connective tissue. And they see where the connective tissue is tightened and hardened around nerves or circulation. So I had one on my ankle... Where for, you know, I don't know, 15, 16 years, even I've had a massage, don't touch it because you touch it, it was like electrical shock through my body. I went down, it took five minutes. They treated it, and I can slam the side of it, I have no problem whatsoever. I mean, it's that impressive. impressive yeah. So I said, Can you guys take a look at Pop's, you know, hip here? They spent 30 minutes with him, they used some fluid they opened up the spaces. The guy's walking like silk. So we get on the plane, and I'll never forget this moment, he crosses his arms like this, and he goes, You know, Tony, because I've interested a lot of people in the health field, like Peter, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah. You know, so many people talk about living 120 and stuff. He goes, I don't buy that shit. He goes, but I can live another 20 years. My heart's perfect, right? Yeah. I'm walking perfect. You've only been married to my daughter 22 years. It's another lifetime. <laughs> so what I love seeing is people change. But about 12 to 14 percent of the people that go find something, you know, through the scans that's serious and they're able to deal with it. Another test is the Grail test, which I'm sure. Oh you've well, heard
0: before of. we get to the Grail, let's go back because that was a two important test. So where can people find this? ccda yes. and then i want
1: to for f- f- more about this ultrasound technique great the the you can go online you go to um, um my excuse me uh, uh, lifeforce.com okay um and there it says or you can go to fountain life that's directly and that's the center that you can go to or have treatments on but they also have a, an app so they can order the C your doctor can order the cct test and they can utilize because it wherever many, you are how
0: many places do this across the country
1: yeah we have six right now but they also like i said so it's like, just at the, your centers no one else doesn't
0: yeah, six centers of our own. Yeah. Okay, so this, why isn't other divisions of medicine doing this? Is it this something well, What happened? What, what's, this, well, what's the, same, the best story of It's the though?
1: same 17-year thing I talked about, right? From the time that we actually have the breakthrough time gets the clinical application. That's the average time. That's why things. people go, that's not true. Doctors go, that's not true. And then you, you find the top doctor in the world goes, let me show you the research. There's plenty yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. But, but part of the problem, I think, Joe, is, to be fair, it's like I, I wrote about all these doctors in the book who created breakthroughs. Almost everyone, if you read the book, has something in common and is they lost a loved one, a husband, a wife, a daughter, or a close patient. And it drove them to not accept the standard of care. And they've now spent 25 years being harassed until they finally proved it and it works. Mm-hmm. Now they got to get it into the mainstream. So that's pretty much what it is. But our centers are relatively new. Bill sold all those hospitals about three years ago and we're expanding like crazy. Overseas as well, in Abu Dhabi and London and so forth. But anyway, the second company we have is MyLifeForce.com. You can go there directly or go to LifeForce and it has a piece. And that allows you to do testing that's inexpensive. But it normally costs about $700. If you shop around, they'll do for $350. We make no money on the tests. Wow. And then if you, and then it gives you a products like the NAD3. It can recommend what's available. It also does hormone testing so they can tell you where you stand as far as that's concerned on optimization. So you had a man who went to Fountain Life as an example. And I know 32, 33, I don't remember exactly. He over 30 pounds overweight. Uh, talking about he's lost all this drive is you know usually an overachiever and he's frustrated and pissed off and we said well you looked at your hormones he goes yeah my doctor's hormones they're fine so we so said let's do a test his testosterone was 150 <laughs> right now most doctors unfortunately don't replace till they're like 125 so that's when it's replacement time that's when there's a, but most men don't feel alive without 500 to 700. some people it takes a little bit more right it's individual so Small application, small do doses. of You know what's a
0: really good trick to increase your testosterone, aside from exercise? Don't you what? You know what a really good trick to increase it is? Besides exercise? Yeah. What? Walking in the sunshine and exposing your skin to sunshine. <laughs> Ultraviolet <laughs> B radiation. In fact, there's a, there's a diannual curve of testosterone that that the, the low point is in the winter and the high point is in the summer. That makes sense. So that if you just sense. get outside, he could have doubled or tripled this. Oh, he's living inside and he's lost his of course, momentum, right? Which but is you, like but, most, almost everywhere. you
1: see this guy 30 days later, 90 days later, because you see him quarterly, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a different human being. He lost but, all the weight, feels alive, right? I,
0: I'm a big fan of bioidentical hormone replacement. Me too. too. But wouldn't it be nice to do the things that
1: increase it normally without doing it? So you can have a lower dose. There's no question. And there are some exercise devices that prove to be more powerful than others yeah, using yeah. oxygen restriction and pushing you a maximum level. There's a device that I have that's amazing that's used by the what do you call it, but Special Forces that will increase your testosterone levels approximately 50%, even for them 25%. What Is yours, 2,000? Pardon me? Yours 2,000? The what, 2,000? Your, is yours 2,000, your testosterone level? Oh, no, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but I'm oh. around some 5,800, right? Okay. And, I, and I had a stage was really low as well. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, you want to do that, you want to do metals tests, but anyway, all that's for like 350 bucks. And then you can decide what serves you. To me, that you got to know where you are. And, and you can get products there if you want. So I have both those groups. One is so you can have basically telemedicine. Mm-hmm. The other is if you want to do something direct. And even the direct ones, like the CCTA test, you can order it. Your doctor can order it. What about it through this the ultrasound?
0: I'm really curious about the the yeah. cured your leg and your, and it's, your, it's your father-in-law's hip. Are, are there's a, there's is, a that, is that also through LifeWorks? It's a
1: Fountain Life. Oh, Fountain yeah, Life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they go and they scan it. And, and it's not available anywhere else. Well, no, there, there are three doctors that do it that I'm aware of. Oh, Two of them wow. are for us. And one of them is here. Somehow I miss this in your book. This is fascinating. Yeah, there's yeah, If you, I think it's in the section on pain. Okay. Um, the, the University of Florida, the head head of rehab, University of Florida, hurt his knee and couldn't run. He was a major runner, couldn't run anymore, and we brought him down. And he's like, oh, this is all bullshit, nothing like this works. And he said, okay, well, why don't you just test it, right? Yeah. And you know, two weeks later, he said, I don't believe in anything, this does he goes, this is unbelievable, turned around. You know, we've done Carrera, Cabrera, we've done some of the greatest athletes in the world turning around. It's pretty miraculous. All it is is, you know, the whole body's connected tissue. Yeah. And you know how strong it is. Well, you make an injury and it collagen. tightens up. Collagen, collagen. Exactly. It tightens up and it tightens up the flow of, of fluid. It tightens up the flow of nerves. In my case, it was a nerve on the side there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now it's free. My Same thing with my father, inside here was there. So the change is still more- It's a form of I, I ultrasound, a, it's a form of ultrasound. Ultrasound, ultrasound to find it, and then they open oh, it. Well, it's fluid. a manual
0: re- manual treatment. Yes, it's based a flu- on the ultrasound. They inject a fluid in, in that exact they location. They inject a fluid in
1: real time. You see it on the ultrasound. You see it open up. And then d- and, and manually direct the fluid after it's injected. It pretty much does it on its own. You can oh, see the body does it, wow. but you see it as it's happening on the ultrasound right in front of you. You See what the problem is, and then you see it. Happen- wow. And then with a nerve, probably 3D color. You feel the pop. Yes, <laughs> you feel the pop right. That's there. The nerve will pop, and then it's like, oh my God, it's free. Here's where. Wow, it. that's no, it's, incredible. It's people that I thought they could never run again or never have the flexibility again. It's wow. just, it's like, it's another version of stem cells. And the, some of the people use uh, amnio fluid as the source. Some people use a different source for it, but well, as part of the fluid to open up. Well, you know, with the, I forgot about
0: the V cells, the, the other component of that is it's, it's, sort of an advanced version of PRP, plasma, ris- yes. uh, platelet-rich plasma, which yes. most everyone's familiar with. Yes, yes. Because it's the same process. But it's more
1: effective. Uh, way more effective. Way more effective.
0: And, and you have almost an infinite supply in your Bone marrow, right. so you never exhaust it. You know, which you can exhaust with your fat stores or your bone mm-hmm. marrow. If you're going to use those mesenchymal yes, exactly. cells, exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just mm-hmm. so good. It's but it's exciting. But I mean, my I, guess is you could inject V cells or PRP in there too.
1: I don't know. I assume you would be able to, but yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather if I was going to do V cells, I'd rather do something with stem you cells. Do? You know, you, you have the option of doing regular stem cells as well if you want to combine them. To me, rather well, than the v PRP, cells to me are stem cells. You're yeah. really sold on B cells, I see. Yeah actually last night a guy just i was just showing my wife sent me a text because one of the docs there he said i read tony's book he's he's 67 years old he's had six spinal fusions oh i mean like and you know how horrible that is oh he's like so much pain everything else and now he's done like Half the things I told you about, including this process, and he said, Tony, I am feeling without pain for the. I mean, he's like, so it works for back over pain the moon. Too?
0: What's that? Back pain, too?
1: Yeah, it works for any of those oh, pieces you common come up with. Yeah, I've had it in my back, I've had it also the, the release process you, for my hips. Because I grew 10
0: inches in a year. You found this after you had the stem cell injection for your shoulder. That's would, correct.
1: Would, Knowing what you know now, would you have done this procedure first? Um, that's a good question. I don't think, I think the shoulder and spine were so intense. Okay. I think I needed the stem cells. But like, for example, when you grow that fast. I bet you could have done that procedure with the the V-cell.
0: Well, that would have been a
1: whole different game. Yeah, yeah. But my hips are always underneath me, right? So they did it and opened it up, and it was all just connective tissue from when I grew so fast and locked in place. And now my hips come back. So now I got a different propulsion when I run and so forth. It's it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. So, again, some of of these things take more time or energy or money. That's the truth. But there's so many things that cost next to nothing. But you got to know where you are. And you got to do something consistently. Like, if you do a sauna once, you know, it's not going to do anything. But if you say, I'm going to make this a habit. I'm going to do it before I work out, or I'm going to do it before I go to sleep. So what does your typical workout look like? Because, I mean, is the majority of it resistance training? Yes. Okay. I, my, I have a trainer that comes here, and we have different – I love to mix it up. When I first met him, I was like, I am burnt out. I do the same things. I restrict my I push myself. He goes, what do you want to do? I us? I want to have fun. So, <laughs> so we, we love to mix it up. And then now – I'll show you later. I'll take you down. I have this unique – a squash court because I was like, I, wow. he, I said, I said, you know, he said, What'd you do when you had fun? I said, Well, when I was like 19, I used to play racquetball. That was fun. I yeah, wasn't yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. And I got a great workout had a blast. Yeah. So I, I called around, couldn't find a racquetball court. So you made one. And so well, I eventually made one, but I, I played squash okay. and I loved it. But you know, it's 20 minutes to get there, 20 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. back. And if you're going to be nice, it's 20 minutes of pictures. But, yeah, yeah. So it's like, man, my day. So I, I built one here. I'll show it to you later. It's rather unique. But So I love to do the, that for the aerobic. I do something fun, basketball, whatever, the aerobic, and then I do my strength training. And how long does the
0: strength training
1: go for? Uh, four days a week. Um, sometimes I'll do six, but we do shorter sessions. Okay. What I used to always do before I got him is overdo everything. And, um, <laughs> and then they don't function for a week. And what I've learned is a shorter workout, like some days the workout is 15 minutes. The book I'm writing for next year is on
0: iron. Mm. Why? Because it appears that iron may be the single most important biological factor. Excessive iron. It's yeah. contributing to our premature
1: demise. Because of and where are people getting effect. excess iron primarily in your experience? Oh, oh, oh.
0: You know what the primary purpose is? Or primary reason? Living. For every, we do, Our body does not have a physiological mechanism outside of bleeding or sauna to get rid of iron. It does not excrete ah. iron. So every day you live, you add another milligram. So if you're 65 years old, you've got like 25,000 extra milligrams of iron you shouldn't be
1: well, having Well, when I lost that one third of my blood supply, well, that, but, my but, iron but went through the floor, one right? One
0: third, you have five, five liters, 5,000 liters. Yeah. So you're only losing, you might've lost, you probably didn't even lose a gram.
1: Really, of, of iron? Of iron, yeah. Maybe well, there, 750 there was, some, there was, was a, a lot. There was a, whatever the measurement was, I apologize. I don't remember yeah, the exact number, you, but it was lose, significant.
0: If you, if you donate your blood four times a year, uh, you're going to lose uh, 700, you can lose a gram, one gram, a, one gram. Wow.
1: And you're gaining a third of a gram every year. You, you uh, gave me that recommendation, by the way, and the day before you did that, yeah. I read this article about the firemen in Australia, you're probably familiar with it, um, where they donated their blood, and they have those, what they call them, forever chemicals in their body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they reduced them by 35% just by donating their I'm blood, right? Yeah, and you combine that with sauna, but you wild. will,
0: you will excrete some iron with sauna. You will, if you yeah. do it the right way. Yeah, no question. But I, I think using the blood and then using blood measurements to assess it, like serum ferritin, which is a measure of body, stored body iron, uh, as, long, as long as you're not having an acute inflammatory process, it would be really helpful. Yeah.
1: I think one more thing I hope your audience notices, and I hope if they get the book, hopefully they will. By the way, we're donating one hundred percent of the money for the yeah, book yeah, to, yeah. to, to uh, make feed twenty million people, and the rest going to all the places we just talked about. But. When I wrote the book, one of the things I was cautious of is in the end, your mind is the ultimate player. I mean, you can do all the right things and screw it up with your mind and your emotions. And, you know, most, pe- most people know about placebos. Most people don't realize we only discovered placebos in World War II. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they ran a, a surgeon there ran out of morphine. And no one knows the name of the woman, but there was a nurse there when they ran out. You know, they had to save these guys' lives both from the pain by also going into shock. And the nurse handed him out of I don't know, fear, excitement, whatever, handed him a saline solution said, we found more morphine because everybody was freaking out. And he believed it. And he looked right in their eyes and did what he always does. You're going to be out of pain in minutes. You're going to heal. Boom. None of them went into shock. 90% of them got out of pain. He gave them saline solution. So when he went back to Harvard after the war, he's the man responsible for all the studies we now compare almost any drug to, you know, a placebo. And what most people don't know is it's how convinced your mind is. The size of the intervention affects the level your mind gets convinced in the biochemical change. So if I give you a small pill versus a big pill versus an injection is more powerful versus a surgery. So the VA did a a study on people getting surgeries, and they did a third of them as fake surgeries. They cut them open while they're under, did nothing, closed them up. Two years later, I published a study here, blow your mind. The people that had nothing done to them but thought they did that was had the greatest it, recovery. That was a classic study. It was published in the New England Journal. It's a multi—that's multi, right, multi-center, and they funding
0: placebo-controlled it. trial. That's right. It, it was. We had a massive headline on that study because. But nobody
1: pays attention. Placebo anymore. is just as effective as a surgery. <laughs> it was more. Oh, it I, I, I it. it differently. No, it's more effective. They okay. stopped funding that surgery because they said <laughs> well, if doing nothing yeah, is it was, better. It was knee
0: arthroscopy, I think. That's
1: right, arthroscopy. Yeah. So, and then, you know, Harvard, you know, there's done these studies, but your audience may not know, where they didn't give people a sugar pill, they gave them an actual drug. Yeah, yeah. Right? They give them a barbiturate. It's going to slow the body down and make it a big yellow pill. And they go, this is amphetamine is going to speed you up. You should be prepared for this. And sure enough, their body overcomes the drug to do it. So, I teach people tools and how to manage that, because if you don't manage that, what, what quality of life do you have if you're stressed by everything? Look, there's what's wrong is always available. <laughs> so is what's right. And right now, you know, I think the world goes through seasons. If you study history, I'm a student of history. Did you ever read the book The Fourth Turning? No, I haven't. Wow, I highly recommend it. When I worked with Clinton when he was president, he gave me a book called Generations by Neil Howland and Strauss, the guys' names who wrote it. It's, you know, a really big book, I don't know, seven, 800 pages and explains 500 years of Anglo-American history and how each generation, not you and I individually, but each generation, by the way they're raised and by the cycles of history affect the way, who they become and how they raise the next generation. It creates these cycles. And so it's, you know, a long human life's 100 years, but every 20 to 25 years, we go through these cyclic changes where the emotion changes, the primary emotion, the way people think of it. So think of it as spring, summer, you know, fall and winter. In your life, zero to 20, you're in your springtime. You're growing. It's easy to grow. Everything happens naturally, automatically, unless they're biochemically wrong. You're going to be in great shape. And the world, you know, some of us started working when we were 12, but for most people, the world supports you. You're learning. 21 to 42, that's the summer where you test. Now you go, I'm gonna. They told me all this stuff, but what do I believe? What's really true? And then you think you're invincible, and then you have a relationship. (laughs) You know, you don't become president (laughs) of the United States when you're 30, you don't make a billion dollars. And so people then start to discover more of what life is. And then if you worked hard in both those seasons, then when you enter 42 to 62, that tends to be a power stage where you really become a leader. You've had enough life experience, you grow, you expand. So now you're in the fall period. But then what follows that is winter and it's 63 to 83 and if you're lucky 103 and some people lived 120 years old that's the longest living humans so that's the time you get to be more the mentor and the leader and you know you're you're in that stage i'm entering that stage of my life right now too and it's a beautiful stage to have because you knew more with your pinky than used to take 24 hours a day of your effort that's right the relationships the people the, the accumulated knowledge but history has those cycles so you think about what changed humanity to go from starving hunter-gatherers to communities, cities, and so forth, it was nothing but understanding the seasons. It's understanding a pattern. So the pattern of if I plant in the winter, it doesn't matter what I do, I'm not going to get anything. It doesn't matter how hard I work. I got to do the right thing at the right time. And once we understood that, it changed the world. History has those seasons. And this book, The Fourth Turning, well worth reading. I'd recommend it to all of the listeners to understand what's happening right now. I read it when it first came out in 1997. It was one of those books that wasn't popular. It was on the throwaway. I love to dig through those and find gems because I'm a contrarian.
0: You know, it's been popular in, the, in this COVID discussion. A lot of oh, it's become popular this. now. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But uh, what it basically shows, I'll give you an example. The greatest generation in history in America, when we call the great generation the World War II generation. But they were born in 1910, let's say. So they grew up in that zero to 20 range where they were looked out for. We won World War I. We had the roaring 20s, new technology, cars they thought it was going to be the greatest life and right when they hit that tipping point where they get to be in charge start to make their own life 19 years old is 1929 and people jumping out of buildings the dust bowl in the middle of the country i mean and they made it through that the depression only to make it to when they were 29 years old it was 1939 and now the world is at war and it looks like hitler's going to destroy everything so they were flappers they were like when you hear people talk about Uh, The snowflakes of, you know, the younger generations, whether it be a Z generation or millennial generation, a lot of them don't get the respect they deserve. And part of it is because they've not been challenged yet. But I believe we're entering winter because think about it. They came back from a a deep winter and became strong. It's like now what happens? My view of history looks like this. It's like good times make weak people. Weak people make bad times. Bad times make strong people. Strong people make great times. If you study history, that overgeneralization is pretty true. So they come home, become strong, and they're now in their 40s, and they create the new springtime. Think about the 1946 after the war to basically Kennedy being shot to the 62. It was a pretty amazing time. If you're white, not if you're a black necessarily, so to be fair, not everyone is equal, but society had this uplift of optimism, enthusiasm, which capped when Kennedy was killed. And then another Kennedy's killed Robert and then Martin Luther King. And then you go through this hot summer, which when you read this book, they'll actually describe a time and you'll think it's right now. And it was written 80 years ago or 160 <laughs> years ago. And they show you over and over again, what the times are really like. So now you go through the summer, young and old fight during that summer, you know, the Vietnam War. This generation that had nothing, wanted their kids to have everything, send them to school, made it all easy for them. And they thought they were the greatest thing in the world, baby boomers. And they became more spiritually oriented because they didn't have to fight a war, right? And then they said, you guys aren't fair. Look how you're treating women. Look how you're treating African-Americans and so forth. And so it creates a, a renaissance in inner values. Then after that, there's a fall and the autumn of the fall, things are a reaping time. So in every segment, and you can look at this in a thousand years of Roman history, or 500 years American uh, Anglo-American history and you see the same pattern 80 180 to you know 85 years 100 years max these years it's been more closer to 20 21 22 years for each of them and then there's this time where everything flows stock markets explode easy money's there you don't have money they give you a house you know just remember what it was like and then what happens think about kids in the 60s and 70s versus the 40s and 50s Completely different way of looking at life, completely different focus. If you ask kids, they've been doing this since the 60s in universities, they still do it. What's more important, same test, a philosophy of life that brings happiness or pragmatic skills to be financially free? What do you think the answer was by 82% of the people in the 60s and 70s? Philosophy of life or pragmatic skills to be financially free? The latter. Philosophy of life. Really? Yes. 60s and 70s was all about philosophy, love, the world, peace. Oh, what true. about the 80s and 90s? These were latchkey yeah. kids. Yeah. Their parents are out doing shit in the world. They're not paying attention. Let the TV raise them. They became very independent and pragmatic. And think of the 80s and 90s through 2000. Yeah. It's a completely different season. Completely different attitudes. 85% of them say pragmatic tools to have financial freedom. Right? So they grew up differently. So what happens around 2008? We enter a new winter. Right. Starts with finance. It echoes into deeper finance. It usually goes through a war. We're probably, if, if history repeats itself, it, at least rhymes if it doesn't repeat itself, as it said, we've probably got another eight to 10 years of, like, it's winter right here in now, Florida. It's kind of nice. It's not like every day is no, dark. Oh, come on, it's spring. We just had spring. <laughs> it's, 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 well, it's been winter. It was just, just winter, right? Now we're entering springtime. Right. Well, the same thing there, it's not like every day is dark, but the overall theme is more fear, more conflict, more dependency wanting a larger government. And there's a reorganization of the way the world looks, like it did after World War One, like it did after World War 2 We're in the middle of that. And I think these millennials, and I think the Z generation that people, some people look down on are older, they're going to be the ones that really fight that war, and they're going to become stronger than ever before. And that, to me, is a compelling future. If you can look at things in more than just the now, or even more than the last 20 years, if you look at it over a 1,000 years or 800 years in modern history... There are patterns you can recognize. And my whole life, and I think I I may be over speaking for you because I don't know you well enough. Power comes when you have three skills. Pattern recognition. I don't care if it's business or stock investments or your body or your relationships or raising kids. Anything, dancing, singing, people, they recognize patterns better than anybody else. But then step two is they use them. And people that are masterful, and I put you in that category, not blowing smoke, because you've spent so many years immersed, and that's why it's been fun to pitch back and forth, pitching catch, not just pitch with you, is you've got, you've begun to create patterns, right? It's like I learned to play the piano with somebody else's music, but as the years go by, you start to develop your own sense out of that. You build on that. And I think that's where we are as a society. And I think for people that are really scared right now, like, oh my God, there's Ukraine and Russia and, We could have World War III and all those things. And look what they're doing in China. Listen, all those things are real. But at the same time, you need perspective that it's a season. And no pandemic has lasted forever. The war seemed to have ended the pandemic miraculously. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, new focus. And no war has lasted forever. So, does, but it'll Ray, probably be longer does, than we wanted to. to Does Ray
0: Dalio go into this too? The Ray, Ray
1: looks at it not from a fourth turning perspective, but he does it from the changing world order. he, okay. and he has measurements of a society okay. and what creates he those changes. He was in your last
0: book, right? Wasn't
1: he? Yes, okay. yes that was the last book. Okay. I'm actually interviewing him again for it too. Ray's a really good friend. I interviewed him for Money Master yeah. the Game. We became really good friends. He's a genius in what he does. Oh, Total genius. I couldn't
0: agree more, yeah.
1: Well, this has been incredible. <laughs> I love it. I love the <laughs> back and forth. I've learned a lot from you. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to now that we're friends, staying in touch. Yeah, yeah, That's definitely. That's really great. You have give me some great, great recommendations that I'm going to
0: implement. All right. Ph- phenomenal. And the name of the book, again, is Life Force. And if you don't, <laughs> I mean, definitely review this tape again, because you're, there's so much good information. And I'm compelled. I mean, I can't believe It's a long book. It's almost like an encyclopedia. Yeah. It's 700 pages or so, I think. Yeah, 674. I, yeah, yeah. So... You know, it's 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 a lot of information, and I missed the one on that ultrasound injection. Oh, you so. got to do that. Gotta I, I, I got to check that out. Yeah, I'm just yeah. fascinated with it.
1: Yeah, if you want, I'll arrange one for you. You can see if there's something you need work I, on. I don't have. Well, I might take you up on that actually. You there think about it. Thing- if there is something, you let me know. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll arrange Arrange okay, for it. Sounds good. It. But also, if you know somebody that's really in pain, boys can make such yeah, a difference. Yeah, I mean,
0: pain and is. And there's no answer
1: to everything. Like some things can't I be know, treated. Nothing's but Nothing's
0: hundred percent. If anyone says hundred percent, you got to. It's all bullshit if they said that. But it's it's been one of the most effective things I've seen. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I love it. Of guidance. Okay. Well, thanks so well, much. Thank Johnny. you, brother.
1: All right. <laughs> it's a great time.